You're listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Mike knows like so like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. This is what the show's about, Nick. Did we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. What are the topics, Mike? What are the topics? This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah, boy. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. From Muscatine to the Silver Street. Wait, it's a podcast? From Muscatine, Iowa to your AirPods? Here's Mike. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. And shout out to my unpaid announcer, Tony Tone Lokensoul. I have the world's greatest panel. Suba Agarwal is back from Westworld on HBO, from The Jim Jeffries Show, from all kinds of things. Happy to have her back. Adam Burke is here, the fastest gun in the West, from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. You love Adam Burke. Ryan Singer is back. Watch his stand-up special, The Supernatural, on YouTube. I love Ryan Singer. You also love Ryan Singer. Nina Tarr is back. How good is this lineup already? From Girls on Guys, comedian, DJ, one of the best. Valerie Tossie is here. First time from Conan. She and Suba co-host the podcast Family Gems. Get her album Beach Trash right after you listen to this show. This group was fantastic. Please click plus or follow or whatever it is on your thing. And without further ado, here are Suba, Adam, Ryan, Nina, and Valerie. Whenever I'm at the Lyric or at Fable, somebody will walk up to me. I think it's my age, my whiteness, uh, (laughs) and they'll ask me if I own it. That's never happened to me in my life. Nobody's ever been like- so funny. Oh he's like God. everyone's like you look like you know what you're doing you own this place and then you want to be like no it's if i did own this place i would look like i don't know what i'm doing because most <laughs> people that own bars don't know what they're doing do you guys know adam burke he's in chicago oh adam hi yeah oh hi i was just complaining about comedy i'm the first person to do that adam. <laughs> yeah hot new trending topic <laughs> do you have the sun right directly in your face i or do are you do. extra it's irish weird. today <laughs> oh. A principal in Tallahassee, Florida, this is going to go well, how this sentence started, has been fired following parental complaints about a lesson on Michelangelo's statue David, which was deemed pornographic by one aggrieved parent. Florida is the state also where you're not allowed. Oh, Nina Tar is coming. I'll catch her up. Uh, get your bits ready. Get your fucking David bits ready. <laughs> I thought it would be fun to take some time to make fun of these parents in Florida. Well, first of all, any I've seen the statue of David, and that penis is very small and very soft. I don't think there's anything pornographic. If anything, it's restful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, probably it's not the... aggressive. It's not like a it's not like an erect dick that's like coming for you. You know? Yeah, it's not ready for action. Mm-hmm. No. Michelangelo liked the small smaller ones. That's what he was into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen his, I've seen his Wait, work. that's a small that's a small I, one? The um <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's just fine here if you I thought it was a you know pretty hefty. I'm curious on who the parent was. Was it a like a, a father who's got like a micro penis? Was it um, Maybe. 
I also like that it was a charter school too, where you're like, mm. oh, that tracks. <laughs> so this school has had three principals since it opened in 2020. That's too many principals. Yeah. <laughs> There's a sitcom pitch. <laughs> too many yeah, principals. Too many principals. <laughs> too many principals. No, that's like, like a Fox reality show pitch. That's like, <laughs> who is the next principal? And then everyone... <laughs> Just a statue of David as the next principal. It's also like we didn't need we also didn't need a news article to tell us that Florida doesn't know what art is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're, they're like by art. They're like so threatened by like, I can't even please, please, I can't, please. I love that that's what this woman thinks porn is. And I love to think that her kids tricked her into thinking that. Like he's just looking at a book of the Elgin marbles. Oh, just looking at porn, mom. Yeah, this is the worst that's out there. So I'll just be. Yeah, especially in Florida. It's like, oh, I'm so glad you took away the marble statue so they can look out the window and see somebody on bath salts naked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The definition of porn, isn't it? Like, we know it when we see it. Like, so, <laughs> I mean. I Someone think we all this. learned the definition of porn by watching uh, The People versus Larry F- Flint when that movie came out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not 100% sure that is the definition, but it probably is, right? Um, what was I, that? What was that? Just for people, who, for people who are not 42 years old, how does that go? <laughs> 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 Let me lend you a VHS tape of this great movie starring uh, Woody Harrelson. Courtney Love, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> What, how was what was the definition in that movie? Do you remember? I think you, it, I think it was something similar to what you said. Yeah, yeah like you know it when you see it, yeah. or you know it when you feel it in your pants, or right. whatever. I, I think a supreme. There was some court. There was some case in the 1980s. I don't know if it was like the Larry Flint case, but yeah, there was some case. It was a Supreme Court justice that said, "I, I can't define porn, but I know it when I see it." I like it being a debate, like it's gum, where it's like four out of five dicks agree. This is porn. You get, yeah, you get checked, like how how soft are we? And then if it's any movement down there, it's it's uh, maybe. And if you're if you're like super turned on, yeah, that's illegal. I also think it's so funny too that it's like all the right does is complain about like the woke mob is coming for blah, blah, blah. And it's like, y'all can't even handle a naked statue that's been mm-hmm. around for hundreds of years. Like now who's too sensitive, you yeah. know? It is a, it is a st- statue of a Jewish guy that was sculpted by a homosexual guy. So that is the Florida <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, too many intersectionally uh, <laughs> troublesome things. And they're like in a penis by, uh... yeah. I don't know. Okay, so uh, John Wick Chapter Four opened huge, and it had it's so it opened. Oh fuck! I gotta go see that. <laughs> it had like a huge opening, but then like I saw this, I saw this headline, and it was like it's it's just the latest in a string of action movies with aging stars, and the cover it had Viola Davis, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Michelle Yeoh, Dolph Lundgren, Stallone, and Harrison Ford. I looked okay. them up. Viola you Davis, keep- fifty-seven. Keanu, fifty-eight. Cruz, sixty. Michelle Yeoh, 60, <laughs> Dolph, 65, Stallone, 76, Harrison Ford is 80 years old. That's uh, very old. <laughs> what were you going to oh say, Sue? I'm sorry. I was going to say keep Viola Davis and Michelle Yeoh's names out of your mouth, okay? Because <laughs> okay. that All is right. complete <laughs> fucking excellence. How dare you? <laughs> I saw The Woman King. I also wanted it to be good. Was it? Different. I questions. loved it. Oh, I <laughs> liked it too. I liked yeah. it. 
It was, wow. Some movies like aren't, just aren't for you, Mike. Wow. Uh, Are you from Florida? Because you don't recognize art. I thought it was yeah. pornographic, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Are our action stars too old? I guess the answer from Suba is resounding no. She wants to see Viola Davis. <laughs> Uh, should we have maybe some younger stars? Maybe the age of Suba and Valerie and Nina. Maybe they. Thank you for thinking I qualify as a younger star. I, know, I really appreciate that. We'll get you Kumail's trainer and drug program, and then we'll see what happens to you. Legalize it, I say. Honestly, I like the idea that there's more older people doing these movies because it's just like. Yeah, let's see how old. Let's let's test the limits of our bodies and see. Like, no, but you're not. You can do it, but you're not allowed to have somebody do your stunts. You have to do your own stunts. Well, Tom Cruise I, is doing his stunts, isn't he? I know. Yeah. yeah, he. But he's like the only one, right? But that man he's just clear. wants out of Scientology. Yeah, well, he's clear. He's yeah. like five three. So like, if you have that, like, you're so close to the ground. If you fall, it's like not that big of a deal. Like a yeah, toddler. I mean, talk yeah. about stunted. Am I right? That's what happens. The more, the more he stunts you, he do. does his own stunted man. <laughs> uh, With Harrison Ford, that Lundgren is the limit. Doing? I I don't know why what, he was on the cover. Why is Dolph Lundgren on the? Am I like sleeping on Dolph Lundgren's like late career That's renaissance of being like the next Liam? Yeah, Neeson? I thought he was just in the Rocky. Like, wasn't that his last? Like the like I feel like the latest time I saw him is like I like him with like Grace Jones. Or like him, like with Rocky, and that was like in the late eighties. So I'm like, mm. yeah, he was like the dad of a guy who's a boxer in one of the last like Creeds or something too, wasn't it? Like Creed two or Creed. I don't know why anyway, he's, so he's on like there. The dad guy now, but uh, he's on there. I don't know. They just found him. I hate like... to be the first to say it, but like Hollywood's ageistic, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's. I don't know. I think it's great that they have like older people because it is like testing the limits of like, I don't know, isn't it like more aspirational? Like we already have like every fucking young person is like already occupying every stratosphere of all media. So it's like if we have these kind of like aged, you know, old school people that are like taking on the like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Then it's like, I don't know, that's great. That's a great point. You have to be too old for this shit to say that line. So speaking of it's like, is is Liam Neeson on that cover? No. Because mm. he is the original aging action star. Like, well, Danny Glover. I feel like Danny Glover. Was. Yeah. Danny Glover. Well, it's also but, so it was fun to watch like Bob Odenkirk when he did Nobody, mm. too. Like, that was so fun. They're really pushing the limits of who gets to be the John Wick character with, with, <laughs> with Odenkirk, man. Harrison Ford is probably the limits because they're like, hey, man, when, when you're too old, we just put. Did you see? They put a CGI body on Harrison Ford. Okay, for yeah. no. That's no, they Irishmaned uh, Indiana Jones for the new one. It takes place like so. There's C- It's like uh, it's all spooky. Like uh, it's all I'm, robots. I'm just picturing you know those like TikTok videos where there's somebody dancing on the bottom half and then on the top half it's somebody else. <laughs> like that's what that movie is. That's the technology head. they're using. Yeah, it's gonna look like those old jib jab videos from. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's why they're actually going crazy with these robot dogs over at MIT. They're like, you know what? We could just put that bottom half on Harrison Ford and watch him scale this wall. That would be great. Let him patrol the border. That's what they're using it for. (laughs) When when has there never not been people who are too old for the role? Like they let Sean Connery play it around as Bond until well into his 60s. Um, Clint Eastwood has always That's true too. Like he's El El Macho, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. 
He's 96 and he's punching people out. I guess Sean Connery was the original. He's even, he's year, decades before Liam Neeson. Also yeah. too old, these 30-year-olds playing high school kids. I guess it just kind of works. Listen, as a 30-year-old who's up for a high school kid, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Except high school senior. I knew that. Mike wants credit. to employ more teenagers. Mike is really just really want teenagers to be gainfully employed. I need them they to need, need them. roles, if you know what I mean. Ew! <laughs> yeah, that was the gross thing. I felt gross coming out of my mouth, even though it was clear I was kidding. It's still gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do uh, we I think Liam Neeson is actually an action star, or did he kind of create his own genre of like vengeance? It's like it almost feels like all of his movies are the vengeance uh, genre. But then uh, that like, was created by Charles Bronson in Death Wish. Oh, how oh, yeah, Bronson yeah. was old, too, or maybe he wasn't. Bron- yeah. In the seventies, like old people were like thirty-five; they just had that face. <laughs> That's like why every when you watch like any Twilight Zone from the late fifties, and it's like Rod Serling, he's like. Walter White's uh, age 32 and yeah. he looks like dog shit. You're like, yeah, <laughs> vegetable ever. Like he's like main. I do want to see the twi- like dirty dog. Yeah. You're like, what did you, what did we go dog. to high school together? Why do you look so bad? Burke, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, just because she met, when she said Twilight Zone, she said Walter White, and I would love to see the Rod Serling. I I kind of I could have come up with a fake name. White. White? That's Bill Cosby. Fuck. (laughs) I was going to say Walter, and then I was like, Matthew. I was like, Matthew. Matthew. No. Then I'm like, Walter White. Fuck. There's no good choice after Walter. You're fucked after that point. (laughs) I I liked it. I was going to let it slide, Adam. Uh, okay, Ahmed Best returned to the Mandalorian uh, after he was infamously the voice and body question mark of Jar Jar Binks in the Phantom Menace. What is the worst movie of all time? <laughs> oh my god! What huh. did he return in the Mandalorian? He's a he's a Jedi in the Mandalorian now. Man, what a what a comeback story! Yeah, this is the year <laughs> of the comeback. I didn't know which Jedi he was. That's wild. He's that's wild, and also I I'm I regrettably I've rewatched like pretty much the entire Star Wars timeline in like the last mm-hmm. few months, just because I'm like, dude, were they this bad? And then <laughs> the Jar Jar, it's just and it's... they thought like, is it his fault that they wanted that they're like, this is exactly what we want. Uh, <laughs> He got direction. I mean, he's not making creative decisions at like Lucasfilm. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot blame him for this. Thing. No, I guarantee you, he was like making fun of somebody in that voice, and they were like, "You know what? That's great. Let's go with that." <laughs> it's one of those things. Oh wait, it's one of those things where he went in there, and he's like, "I'm not gonna get this role," and he like fucked around. They're like, "Exactly that." <laughs> Finally, someone who gets our vision. <laughs> However you remember The Phantom Menace, I encourage people to go back and watch it every few years. It's always much worse than you remember. <laughs> it's always much worse because the technology that kind of like like held it aloft for so long that was like, this is the best that we can do in 1997 or whatever. Things have surpassed it. So this just now just a shit movie. 
<laughs> with a kid yeah. and like a fucking uh, Misa, whatever he like says lines from Full House is like, it's like how rude he says. <laughs> anyway, uh, I well, hope that happens to Avatar. I hope that happens. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I feel like back. Like here's the thing, though. It's like it's not like there were so many movies that were like instant classics because they didn't like. I don't know, get too heavy handed with like the CGI. Like that's why like 2001 is like always going to look like the future. And that's why like the matrix is like a classic and timeless. But then there's other movies that just like, even I rewatched um, Jurassic Park, the OG. And I was like, this looks amazing. Like, Thank this you. Great. This is the discourse we need. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. And I will. No. I was like, to the Valerie, death. did you work on it? Were you the brontosaurus? <laughs> like, were you... <laughs> Thank you for noticing my long neck. Uh, <laughs> no, but I did have my birthday party as a Jurassic themed birthday party last year. And I will have, I, I, yeah. So take that. The kid at the beginning where they hold up the Velociraptor's talent to, and his like eyes are big. I always thought that that was Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's not. Apparently that child actor hangs out at the Fable and Eagle Rock, according to the owner of the Fable. Dining and, off that credit. And is just drinking away those residuals and still looks the exact same as he did when his eyes were big looking at that talent and seen in Montana. And then didn't the doctor go on to traumatize him by acting out what it'd be like to be gored yes. by a blood? Yes, in your stomach and here. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie. It's a horrifying movie for kids. Yeah. So what's the worst movie? What's the worst movie? I got a There's a movie I... that I saw recently that is came out in 2019. It is called The Fanatic. It is directed by Fred Durst of Limp Bizkit, <laughs> and it stars John Travolta. John Travolta plays a mentally challenged man named Moose. She's playing Mad Libs. None of this is real. Swear to God, yeah. you can look it up. He's like he plays a guy named Walter White. <laughs> he's a and science he's teacher in New Mexico. Says with with um, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa is also the star in it from all the Final Destination movies, and John Travolta plays a a guy who lives in Hollywood and is obsessed with him and tries to co like get, you know, collect um, uh, autographs and whatnot. And then it ends up being this like a horror film. But literally there is a moment in it where Devin Sawa is with his son and they're in the car and he's all like, <laughs> you ever heard of Limp Biscuit? And, no. like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's why Fred Durst is such a genius because he could pay himself his own royalties for his music in the fucking movie. Oh, oh. God. You guys got to see how he, And it came out he wrote in, in his cameo. It's, it came out in 2019. That's yeah. the craziest part. Wait, it's 2019? Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? Singer, you Some would sing say the height of Limpisk. <laughs> Singer, it seems like you had an answer right away. What was yours going to be? Well, I was going to say it's like a, it's Ryan. a recently seen thing. Like Nina, it's R.I.P.D. too, and um, I don't know if anyone's seen R.I.P.D. with Wait, Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds, but it's worth watching only for a moment between Jeff Bridges and his hat at one point in the movie. <laughs> but um, R.I.P.D. two came out, so I watched it, and because I couldn't sleep, and it's not a sequel; it's a remake, even though they're calling it a sequel. It's all different actors, but they make the lead actor go through all the same beats that Ryan Reynolds went through in the first one. 
So it's like, why am, why did you, what is happening? You're making me go through all of this shit again when I've already seen it. He has to learn all the same lessons, but in a less great way because it's a lesser quality movie. It's, it, it is maddening. I had to watch Cobra, the Stallone classic, which is the worst, <laughs> best movie of all time. But uh, just to cleanse my palate afterwards at like three in the morning. But it is the worst movie I probably I, I had to finish it. Um, <laughs> Nina's reminded sickness. me of there was an old Rosie O'Donnell movie called Riding on the Bus with My Sister, where she yes, I remember that. what a ridiculous <laughs> title. Are you kidding yeah. me? That yes. sounds like a story I don't want to hear. Rosie, yeah, I'm already like a two things. Two things I don't like. Two things I don't like. My sister and the bus. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna make it worse. Rosie O'Donnell plays. Uh, I have to figure out the best way to say this. A mentally challenged person, and she commits one thousand percent. No, no, no. Oh man, she really thought she was gonna get an Oscar for that bus right. ride. She thought wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who started the like who started that trend of, of embodying a mentally challenged Forrest Gump? No, I, I think it was Sling Blade. Was Sling Blade before or after Gump? It was probably with mice and men, honestly. Oh right. Yeah. And Mickey Rooney made a movie in the eighties where he played a mentally uh uh challenge have you seen that have you seen that quantum leap yes oh boy (laughs) i didn't mean to say actually didn't mean to say oh boy as a reference to the show but oh boy (laughs) you can watch that clip online where he looks in the mirror to see who he is he because scott bakil's character jumps into the body of another person and like and he wakes up and he realizes he has down syndrome and he says exactly what you'd think he would say in that oh, moment no. yeah but it's not a movie so it doesn't count <laughs> super what's the worst movie of all time remake that one the i'm new, trying the to new, remember the there was this lady um there was like the <laughs> i'm trying to also i don't know how much i'm allowed to say Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud. You know what? This... All right. All right. No, there's just uh, there's just some something I know about this actor who made her own movie that's really bad. But then I'm like, I don't think I'm allowed to say these <laughs> these things. Oh, now, <laughs> oh, now you've got I us like all interested. Yeah. I, I can tell you after the podcast. But put it in the chat. Yeah, put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. I'm trying to think of like, other than that, I just, I don't know. Because as soon as I'm not one of those people who as soon as I hate a movie, I shut it the fuck off. Like, I don't understand people who hate watch shit. Yeah, I just mm -mm. Valerie, did you have one? I forget. Uh, I can tell you because I had to watch it recently for another podcast and I wanted to claw my eyes out. Uh, Has anybody here seen Welcome to Marwin? Because it is. (laughs) No, I've heard of it. Painful. Who's that? That's uh... Steve Carell. Steve Carell, yes. It's based on a documentary about this. Okay. The documentary is great. This movie is a travesty. It is. It's so uncomfortable. Like, first of all, seeing seeing him and like a bunch of other characters as dolls is like really unsettling. And it's like just enough where like the opening of the movie starts and they're dolls, but you don't, it's like so much so that that it's like, it's almost too close to real where you're like, what am I watching? Why does everybody look weird? And then you actually realize that it's like their animated version of it or whatever. And you're like, this is unhinged. I can't do this. It's very bizarre. We'll be right back. And we're back. 
Okay, so on the flip side of the last question, I saw that Jordan Peele has a fourth movie coming out. I overheard somebody saying that they will go see whatever Jordan Peele makes, no matter what. Who's a director that you feel that way about? Like, I'll go see whatever they do. Are you a Scorsese head, a Tarantino person, <laughs> despite everything? Uh, <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Yes, that's a good one. Oh, my God, I love him. Yeah, give me anything that man makes. Like, 1,000%. I feel like even though it's a little, uh, can be, I don't know if masturbatory is the right word, but like, um, <laughs> in yeah, Florida uh, it is. I, well, <laughs> I, I think like Paul Thomas Anderson, cause I feel like he's very like careful about the way that he makes movies and yeah. he has kind of like a, uh, like every one of his movies that I've ever seen, I've really liked. Right. So I, I, but I don't think he's come out with one in a while. Well, I guess licorice pizza. And I did see that in theaters and I thought that was very charming. So that's a Nepo uh, baby. That's okay. I think some of them are okay. Yeah. I think it's I think it's like mean to judge somebody just ba- it's like judging somebody because you're like you're a boy. Where are you born? Oh my god, that city fucking sucks. It happens you to me suck. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, Iowa, I'm, yeah. I'm from Orange County, California, so it happens to me all the fucking all right, time, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. what do you want me to do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Nepo Baby. I, some of them, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Like they're they have star power. Like uh, Zoe Kravitz, she has star oh, power. A thousand yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nepo Baby, she's got that star power. Though. I I don't mind. It's more of like it's annoying when they don't acknowledge it, though. That's the part that mm-hmm. like I never care until they start talking about it. And I'm like, just say nothing. Just go <laughs> into your dad's steam yeah. room, let out whatever scream you need. Go in your dad's steam room. Don't, don't <laughs> respond to the article. I don't want to know. <laughs> Actually, it was really hard for me because like, a lot of people don't know that, like, I know this is a little weird, but I was insecure as a teenager. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. What, what You're it, the one. The part, the part I can't stand is where they go, oh, you just have to work hard, where they genuinely believe it. And I'm like, <laughs> choke on a dick. Like, oh. Choke on David's dick. <laughs> choke on a statue of David's dick. <laughs> be hard to choke on it's like really soft and chewy <laughs> but it's an echo baby we want you to put in the work it's a so get in there. <laughs> burke, burke you are like a classic movie head who's somebody who you were like after you saw one and you're gonna see all of them uh are you talking about old movies or like current movies the old movies uh, that's for you that just for you though oh yeah that's just for me then uh power and pressburger new movies i'll see i'll see anything that ryan johnson has written okay yeah um i think like he's 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 kind of bat. apart from the star wars thing he's kind of batting a thousand like he did brian johnson did brick and looper mm. and glass onion and knives out oh yeah and he tends oh, to cool. direct his own work too but he's like he writes and directs them all and he's behind poker face i think he's just he's just good he just makes good fun um you know popular entertainment when's the last yeah. time you saw looper i want to know if it holds up i really liked it when it came out i think it does yeah All it's right. a sad movie yeah. it's a it's a it's, you don't quite get how sad it's gonna be and then you realize oh shit <laughs> this is gonna be pretty yeah yeah anybody else have a good one otherwise i can talk about something else i think yeah i'll watch anything that brit marling does what does brit um... marling do well, uh, if you ever watch the OA, the OA, which is a series on, it was a series on Netflix. They only had, sadly, only two seasons. But um, then, Another Earth is another is a movie, uh, and she's got a couple collaborators that she she works with. But 
it's i mean it's in my wheelhouse of like interests uh as far as you know it's it's always kind of metaphysical supernatural you know kind of has a paranormal element to it maybe but um, that is it's just, you yes she's just a she's just she just nails it every time um and she's also the lead in uh most of her projects but wow um, you made me realize really... i will attempt to watch any ken burns i will attempt it mm. No one else. Okay, we have just to have me. a lot of time to, to <laughs> knock out the whole Ken Burns. I yeah, too many. I can't do it too late at night or too many milligrams of THC because yep. I will be out. <laughs> There's a strict rule in this house: no documentaries past 8 p.m. Other than just <laughs> no nope. rule. That's a great rule. Okay, are they gonna ban TikTok? The Congress. I have I have some thoughts on. <laughs> Oh, Am I allowed still. to say I hope so? <laughs> yes. so? I don't have to worry yeah. about it. I think you're definitely anymore. allowed to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to feel. Yeah, me too. I want it to stop existing because I'm in my 30s and I don't want to have to learn it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't. People are getting famous on it, and we can't. Afford, none yeah. of us can afford that. Yeah. It's a mess. It's also not a user friendly app, and I'm tired of people telling me how easy it is. It is not easy. Every time I open it, it screams at you, and there's yeah. no way to mute it. Yeah. It's like everything I hate. I can't <laughs> I have a list of some of the dumbest things said during these congressional hearings, if you would like to hear them. Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. North Carolina Representative Richard Hudson asked, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? He asked that to the head guy, and he's just like, I mean, it, what? And then, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Texas Representative Randy Weber said TikTok is indoctrinating our children with divisive, woke, and pro-CCP propaganda. That was the whole sentence on that one. Uh, Representative Buddy, this is my favorite one. Representative Buddy Carter did not understand facial filters. Carter asked, Carter, I just pronounced it. Carter asked if TikTok used phone cameras to identify body or face data, to which the guy from TikTok, Chu, replied that the app does not collect such information. The only facial data TikTok does use is when it identifies where the user's eyes are and if they use the filter to appear as if they're wearing sunglasses, he said. The data is stored only if the user's device is deleted after they stop using the filter, to which the representative replied, why do you need to know where the eyes are? So this was... So this that's a long walk to get there, but I think it was worth it for me. How are these people getting elected? That's, like I sometimes I'm just like Ugh. Do you feel like they're asking questions this dumb all the time and we just don't know about like farming or something? You know what I mean? Like, yes. I feel like we need to make all of the politicians that are two old action stars and then all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what yeah, put the TikTokers in Congress and put Congress on like in, <laughs> as action stars. That's what we need. Yeah. That's the platform we're going to run on. I yeah. should run for office on that alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, that was I, I. None of none of us like TikTok. We all want it. By the way, I saw that Twitter's going to get rid of verified check marks that are not free. I know. That's okay. If I could choose a platform to go away, I want it to be Twitter. Twitter. I'd rather have TikTok than That's Twitter. fun. Pick one that you want to go away first. Is Twitter number one? Or <laughs> Twitter TikTok? is like a place of hate speech. Like, Twitter is the most hateful place on the internet besides like YouTube comments. Yeah. But at least YouTube, com- like, YouTube has like entertainment and it's like tweets. I'm like, I got to read. And it's like, <laughs> no, I got to, one, I got to read. Let's, well, I'm already out. Yeah. Two, the amount of horrendous horrible i only i'm i'm mad because like a few years ago i did get like stormed on by twitter people that just like i got like um 
eviscerate. I got made fun of. Uh, <laughs> For what? What did you yeah. do? Yeah. No, you know what's even okay. So somebody tweeted. Show us on the doll where Twitter hurt. It was bad. I'm like right here. Oh, it brings out her heart. Um, I have a joke um, that uh, men treat their bedding like cast iron skillets, and somebody (laughs) tweeted it, and I was like, "That's my." And I just said, "I was like, hey, this might have we might have like jumped to the same conclusions. It happens all the time." So like, I was like. That hey, seems pretty specific, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. specific. And and it was the exact same wording. And I, no. I had a recording of myself doing the joke. And so I was just like, hey, I tried to DM the girl. And the, the tweet, here's the thing. The tweet got like uh, like uh, 200,000 like retweets. Like of it was, course. got really Jesus. viral. And this was like three years ago. And I definitely had like nothing. I don't know. I like wasn't as, I'm doing better now. But I just like was like, I needed that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So I say something, I was like, hey, I was going to DM you, but I, there was no way for me to DM her. So I was like, I was going to DM you, but um, I just want to say like, I, I might be a coincidence, but that's my joke. And then somebody, like people found it and then everybody just came after me and then some people would defend me. And then I, but I was like, this is the clip of the joke, like from like a year prior or something. So I was like, clearly it's mine. And then people are like, like, can people even own jokes? Like you guys, you're yes. so lame. Oh, yeah. yes, you, that's can. like a good joke to write. Like, and I'm like, okay. Anyway, I hate Twitter. That's like long story <laughs> long, long story long. I think like, I, I want that's old Twitter back. It, if it yeah. was old Twitter, I'd be cool with, would want to keep it. But new Twitter is so like, or current Twitter, I should say is so awful. Like everything's a mess. Like you can't, nothing get cuts through the noise. Like it's just, I don't even open it anymore. And I used to be on it all the time. I never. It's, it's, it, it's worth half as much as when he bought it. 20 billion. He bought it for 40 yeah. billion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wow. I'm not mad about that. I mean, I guess if I had to pick between TikTok or all of them, as much as I dislike the TikTok thing, and like Valerie said, I mean, like as soon as you open it, it's like, it's like trying to get a feral cat in, in a cage. <laughs> and it's just like, you got to be so fast. But, um, the i'd probably get rid of twitter even as much as i hate people watching reels in front of me or around <laughs> in public without headphones on and it makes me just want to murder um maybe twitter because twitter has found its way into instagram you know like i have to see oh. now mm. i have to like even when i don't want twitter Real, I i'll go wordsmiths when i use instagram too <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but um i think um i think i'd pick twitter as well so every, yes. is everybody saying twitter Yes. Current Twitter, but oh, ah. burn it. No, I want TikTok on first. I'm going to stick with TikTok. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I want to see. I want to make these kids cry. I want to make kids cry. <laughs> the future will do that for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, how are you guys on celebrity gossip? I keep seeing headlines that I don't feel like clicking the articles. What is Haley Bieber, Selena Gomez drama. This is a new oh, segment I, I call. Think, I don't feel like clicking on this. Yeah, I think it's drama. <laughs> I think uh, Selena Gomez was just like dating or seen having dinner with Zayn Malik, and then Selena was Justin Bieber's ex, and then there was this whole Selena Haley Bieber feud. But I don't know how much of that is real, and I also didn't care because. <laughs> You know, but I like never, they're like, oh, I will, I, yeah. I will, I will say uh, you weren't trying to act like you didn't know, but that was a very detailed answer. <laughs> well, who's Zayn Malik? Is he the son One of like, Terrence Malik? <laughs> what? Yes, he is. Who's Zayn Malik? Is he the son of Terrence Malik? Yes. <laughs> Rami Malik. 
He's from oh, uh, Rami Malik. Rami One Manuel. Direction. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I see what we're doing. <laughs> I just love the name Zayn Malik. It's such a great name. Mm. Yeah. Now you're involved in the drama. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm also just imagining like a the exactly the same looking except younger skin Terrence Malick, like a 25 year old <laughs> version of Terrence Malick with like the perfectly white hair and that fucking sinister voice, but as like a 25 year old who's talking about. He, ma- know, he makes uh, very avant garde pop music. It's lots of <laughs> yeah. um, lots of long. All right, so no one knows this, I guess. We just are, now we're just, we're full into bit mode. Okay. Um, I know, but I don't want to admit that I know. That's Suba, Adam, Ryan, Nina, and Valerie. There's still more show. But if you want video of this panel, if you want to see the sausage get made, if you want to see every panel since March of 2020, it's on the Patreon. There's a ton of extra stuff on the Patreon. And thank you again to all the patrons. You keep the show going. You are all good people. Especially John Lagerholm. Hello, John Lagerholm. You are both handsome and attractive. My stand-up comedy albums are available on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, Deezer, and ASTRecords.com. You can watch an hour of me doing stand-up comedy It's called Live at the Glendale Room on my YouTube channel. And hey, please do. If you want even more of me, you can see me do stand-up comedy every Wednesday at the Fable in Eagle Rock for a show called Microdose. And every Friday, question mark, because I have a new job uh, at the Glendale Room for a show called Flagship. I will let you know well in advance if I will be there. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. The ad we've been doing for like two years on Brido's show, it's all based on an inside joke on our show, but it's for listeners that haven't listened oh. to our show yet. Okay. So the joke yeah. is we always start our show with, you know, somebody as listened. a guest, and yeah, and I've never listened to None Taken. And, right. and They're so, not going to get that. No, they've never got that. What an annoying <laughs> commercial. <laughs> what a waste of time. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Neither of us did. <laughs> and then the whole thing ends with these guys fuck, which was like something I said once at the end of a recording, like spastically, like impulsively. Oh, you're not supposed to I still think anymore. that's funny. All I right. like it when the girl says it. I, I, uh, hi, Victoria. This is the best. This is welcome to none taken. This is what none taken is like. <laughs> Wait, did we just do an ad? Is that what you're telling me? I, I think that's what I'm going to send him, and who knows? I mean, he's played that for the last two years. Why wouldn't he play this? This is more like what our show is. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. This might be the first time listeners are hearing this, but those guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Suba, Adam, Ryan, Nina, and Valerie. Please click follow or plus or whatever it is. Song tournament exposes the weirdos. I want to end today by doing a little game that I call Song Tournament. Not all of you have played Song Tournament, but what I do is I take the top eight songs from the billboard charts from a specific year and i make them go head to head decided on by the five of you and i will not even need to be tiebreaker and the year that i chose 
because I think it's funny sometimes to give comedians shit that they hate. As a year that I picked was 1975. Did you get my link, everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the number one song of 1975 is Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain and Tennille. Is everybody familiar with this song? Yeah. Yes. It sounds like a sitcom theme song that doesn't exist. By the way, half of the songs on your list do. They yes, all yeah. Sound, Philadelphia yeah. Freedom sounds like a Norman Lear produced sitcom. I, every, every, <laughs> so, every other song I heard, I just saw the words Paul Junger Wit like before my eyes. They all sound. Well, it's kind of weird because, like, back in the day, like, up until, like, really, like, the 80s or 90s, like, all, most popular music in the, America came from Broadway. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. that's still right. perforated. Like, Alley. you know. Camel, I mean, a Camelot hair, like all, but I feel like that was really like the theater actually had way more influence, like than right. it does now. Obviously, it's like it's kind of mora- it's just. I'm realizing bizarre. I don't know if Nina's ever done song tournament, have you? I have. I did oh, it okay. for. Uh, it was like one of the first times you did it, and everyone was confused, and then we were mad at you. Okay, yeah, great. So, <laughs> I think going to be no different. Trust me. That, that, that is every segment format. of this show. Yeah. <laughs> We had to choose, like, we didn't know if we were choosing what we thought was the number one hit. Yes. And then okay. the end, when we all did the whole thing, which was just like fucking 10 minutes, you were like, no, you were supposed to choose your favorite. And we're like, you do, what? You do Why? Sound exactly and we were all mad. Like that, to be fair, she's mm. gotten your voice. Yeah. I'm telling oh. you, that's how Jar Jar Banks got his voice. It was something like that. <laughs> Early. Nina's new character is me apologizing and making excuses <laughs> at the same time, which is me. Jar Jar Banks. I've learned how to explain Jar-Jar this Banks. better. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Versus Fame by David Bowie. This song fucks, actually. So, uh, which. Yeah. Who has a hard and fast opinion about what should win? Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain and Tennille. Or fame by David Bowie. I have a feeling. Fame. Like fame. I think yeah, fame. fame. How are you going to go against David Bowie? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you, especially with Captain. And T- I mean, Captain and T- Neil feel like a knockoff version of just a David Bowie fantasy character that might he might have <laughs> I, right? I feel like Captain and T- Neil is what um, Anna Gasteyer and Will Ferrell base those yeah. characters yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SNL. Yeah. Just like they have high school principal energy where they're like, can you please, please be quiet? <laughs> yeah, Captain also... Tenille is just the, is like each individual name of somebody's balls somewhere. Like that's literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to bet there's at least a hundred Johnny Carson jokes where the punchline is Captain and Tenille. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says that. I uh, please somebody listening to this name your balls Captain and Tennille. Just for <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take a shower and wash off old Captain and Tennille. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love will keep us together. If you know what I mean. Okay, so the four versus five. These two songs are the same song. Before the next teardrop falls by Freddie Fender, who was not ever in people's most sexiest people alive list. <laughs> Or My Eyes Adored You by Frankie Valley, which is an awful song. What say you I folks? hate that song. It's like My Eyes Adored You, I Never Laid a Hand on You. I'm like, you want a cookie for not beating your <laughs> wife, you psycho? It was so weird. Who likes Freddie Fender in this one? 
Your Honor, your Honor, only my eyes adore her. The rest of me <laughs> get 500 feet away. I mean, Frankie Valley is technically a better artist. Sure. I mean, he has like a better oeuvre, you know? So yeah. I don't know if that counts for anything. It should. I guess, I guess it should. <laughs> It wasn't Frankie Valley, and like whenever I hear Frankie Valley, I just think, oh, it's nighttime at a beach. There's a campfire. It's a good time, right? Wasn't yeah. it like or a that lot of beach movies? That song slaps. Yeah, yeah. Frankie uh, Valley. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen? I think I can't take my eyes off of you from like Deer Hunter. That scene when they're all singing it. It's a very fun. Uh, that I. What you're just too good to be true, can't take whatever that song. Yeah, is. yeah that's Frankie Valley. off you. Yeah, I mean Lauren Hill has a better version of it. But <laughs> she has a better version of a lot of things. Who? So we're all so clean sweep for Frankie Valley, or is anybody going to go Freddie Fender? Frankie, can Valley. we get rid of both of them? I'd... Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> we have done that. You want to send Bowie to the finals? <laughs> Oh yeah, we have to. I yeah. didn't know that was an option. See how yeah. easy to get mad at you when you don't fucking lay out the rules. <laughs> I've learned a lot since you've been gone, Nina. This is going to be <laughs> okay. The three versus six: Philadelphia Freedom, the aforementioned Elton John, uh, Norman Lear sitcom theme song, or hmm. some kind of wonderful by Grand Funk Railroad. This is tough. What was the first one again? Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John versus oh. some kind of wonderful. By Grand Funk Railroad. I like some kind of wonderful. Yeah. I mean, which song would you would which song would be more likely to get you off your ass at a wedding reception? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's gotta be some kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think because it's me. also it's Do not... I want that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's you have to take that into consideration for your personal choice. <laughs> well, I think too, Elton John's not like I love Elton John, but this is definitely not his strongest showing. You know, it's yeah. not the one that you're like, oh, this is the banger that you think is of him this as. Is the like, best Grand know? Funk Railroad song, or is it we're an American band? But oh. even so, this could be like a close second where like there's a there's probably 20 songs that come before Philadelphia Freedom of Elton John's like catalog, you know? Crocodile Rock, for example. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I played that in marching band. You leave Crocodile Rock alone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Noted. Noted. So who wants to say Elton John? I'm just curious. Nobody. There's been I mean, no I would, vote, I would vote again for Bowie. Like fame is like an indefensibly <laughs> better song because it's like mm. that has stood the test of time. I listen to that song now. All those songs, like that song's ageless. Like fame is ageless. The other songs mm-hmm. are like, very like that's the oldies you know (laughs) (laughs) does anybody want to pick a winner for this for this round three versus six just curious just curious i i would like to suggest we it's grand funk versus uh bowie but just because grand funk railroad as the name of a band has sent me into countless spin outs over the years trying to figure out what it fucking even means like (laughs) what would it you know like being too high in high school and you're like, what is a Grand Funk Railroad? Or what is Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad? Or like, you know, like we are we are we all Grand Funk yeah. Railroad? <laughs> so we're going Grand Funk Railroad. Raise your hand. Moves on. Clean sweep for Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> First time that's been. Okay. This one I think is fun. The two I feel like the guy who 
Sorry, I was gonna say I feel like the guy who named his balls Captain and Tennille named his dick the Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> I think it should be his asshole. <laughs> oh, oh, you ah! <laughs> I like how you're like point of order. That's Grand Funky Railroad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his dick could be King Harvest. <laughs> okay. The two versus seven. Rhinestone Cowboy by Glenn Campbell, which is a fantastic song. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) And so is number seven, Shining Star Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Number seven. Yeah, same. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, hands down. That song's so good. It's their sixth most popular song. Does Does that mean anything to you? No, it means they have great songs. (laughs) All right, all right. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Who who wants to go? Who wants to make an argument for Glenn? I, I don't. I don't it's yeah. good. It's like a kitschy. It's like I'm a Rhinestone Cowboy. It just go, it gets old really quickly. So I, I'm I, not. Too many memories of being like seven and getting kneed in the head by drunk adults dancing to that fucking song. <laughs> That song's like huge in Ireland. I have no uh, idea. Really? Because we've, yeah, because I think we've seen neither rhinestones nor cowboys. Two magical fictional things. You're a Grand Funk Railroad. You're just trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no idea. What is a banshee of Inner Sharon and what is a Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad? That we understand <laughs> intimately. That, that makes sense. Banshees. <laughs> Made up island, but this cowboy, these cows of which you speak, and the boys <laughs> thereof, no idea. So, who was to say Earth, Wind, and Fire? Okay, clean sweep. There's been no disagreements this entire time. Okay, so we got to see who Bowie's facing in the finals. Some Kind of Wonderful by Grand Funk Railroad. These are the battle of two fantastic names, or mm-hmm. Shining Star <laughs> by the a 10-man band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> Find a picture. I didn't of know we Earth. were rating them by personnel. <laughs> There's, There's only one guy working that entire railroad. You're over here. It's just Captain and Tennille. The in- Earth, Wind, and Fire is 10 fucking people minimum. Hey, sometimes uh, it takes a village, you know? It takes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like Earth, Wind, and Fire Dang. over some kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. Anybody else like? Yeah, I think Grand the, Funk. the novelty of Grand Funk moving on for me because of the ambiguity and the, the nature <laughs> of their name wears out when it comes to like the forces of Earth, Wind, and Fire, for sure. So you like think, Shining Star, right? I like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. Yeah, for this. Right. Yeah, I think that's a better song. Tech, like some kind of wonderful. I, I'm just kind of like I have a very low like cheese tolerance sometimes for like I don't know. I'm thinking of something like artful and not like campy or kitschy. I feel like Earth, Wind, and Fire is a better song technically. Mm-hmm. Okay, Earth, Wind, is and Fire. Yeah. The up? statue, Statue of David, artful or campy? And <laughs> Yeah, the Grand Funk Railroad <laughs> song is it's a song you love like when you hear it randomly and you weren't expecting it, but and then you add it to your playlist and then the next time it shows up on purpose you're like what the what have what have I done and you try to remove it. <laughs> you're right? trying to have a good day and you're like like a rhinestone. Well, this was funny once. For the, for the, one. <laughs> the finals for 1975. 
our fame by David Bowie, which we all seem to agree should be in the finals, versus Shining Star. Shining. Why can't I say the Shining Star by Earth, Wind, and Fire? Who is a racist? Who says David Bowie <laughs> from the from England, Suba? <laughs> yeah, you're right. He has to lose just for that. <laughs> and half of Nina, England. <laughs> and Burke uh. and Burke <laughs> who wants to make a case for Earth, Wind and Fire I just love that song Shining I do Star? too but oh yeah okay all right I still yeah singer where are you leaning I'm leaning Bowie mm-hmm. I'm leaning Bowie just because I mean I'll always lean Bowie because of Labyrinth but uh, I just, I lean Bowie. Do you want me to tell you about his fascist phase? Why are you trying um, to game? <laughs> I'm trying to make a show. I'm trying to make a show. Well, Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire paid Idi Amin's birthday party. So there you go. Is that true? <laughs> no, but it sounds like it might be. <laughs> the yeah, last I, king yeah. of Scotland? <laughs> I vote for the colonist. Sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> The original colonizer. Yeah, John Smith uh, for me. <laughs> the right. only thing John that David Smith. Bowie has ever colonized is space. <laughs> okay, so um, is anybody going Earth, Wind, and Fire? This is the. Why not? E- Thank you. Sarah. Oh. All right. Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> the winner, and we did get everybody out of here in just under an hour. The winner for 1975 is Fame by David Bowie. Who has plugs? Ooh. Ryan Singer, where do you want people to find you? Uh, people can find me uh, hopefully only on the internet and uh, not at my <laughs> home. Um, no, ryansingercomedy.com. Boom. Everything. And he has a special that's on YouTube that has a billion views. Uh, it's called The Supernatural, filmed in a haunted school. So <gasps> cool. There it is. Uh, Suba, where do you want people to find you? Um, go to s-comedy.com or search Suba, S-U-B-H-A-H, in all my social media and info for my special taping April 6th. If that comes out before then, it's all on there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I finally watched the B- the, the documentary that you're in because you talked about it in two shows I was in with you. You oh, are yeah. a child in that. My God. <laughs> Yeah, I was really young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valerie, where do you want people to find you? Uh, you can find me. My website's ValerieTossi.com. My handle on everything, uh, even TikTok that I don't do anything with, <laughs> is uh, at Valerie underscore Tossi. And you can check out my album, Beach Trash, that's uh, floating around on all things. It's a great name. <laughs> Thank you. It's name. what I am. <laughs> Adam Burke, where can people find you? Where are you going? Where are you, where are you uh, going to do your stand-ups? <laughs> Just find me on the Instagram and the other places, ATP Burke. Nina Tar, where do you want people to find you? Uh, I'm Pizza Party 69 on Instagram. And uh, Nina Tar, double R, kind of the only one. So you can look me up anywhere. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for being here. This will be out in a week or whatever they put it up on Starburns. Okay. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, yeah. thank, thank you. you. Thanks, friend. Bye, everybody. Bye. That's Suba, Adam, Ryan, Nina, and Valerie. Follow all of them on their social media that they told you about just a second ago. And thank you for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. 
Valeu.